Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, besties, and welcome to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Uh, I'm Austin, and I'm joined by my bestie, Craig, and Nick Norris, and uh, here we are again. Here we are again. What an interesting, what an interesting time to be alive, Craig. Look at what we're doing. We're we're coming to your your ears twice a week now. This is yeah. this is interesting, Craig. Hopefully, everyone's enjoying it. Um, I hope that we're starting to ease the the anticipation of being like, will they? Will we get an episode of Pillars and Beer this week? Um, I know you don't want to. Uh, let your guard down, but we promise you this is the way it is. And, and we're always listening to suggestions. So email us at the boys at pillows and Follow us on Instagram pillows and beer. Um, Austin, it's crazy because in light of recent events, one of the questions that we asked each other um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago was would, you know, and, and we're saying this is as sensitive as possible, but would you rather die at the bottom of the ocean or in space and right after the tragedy of the submarine last week or whenever it was um now there's what three passengers are going as tourists to space i think so anyway it just hits on the question how silly can you possibly be um to immediately go from watching that everything that happened with the sub which i guess it's like faulty kind of everything they didn't they didn't listen properly to um the safety protocols of people telling them that it wasn't ready to go uh and now three people want to go to outer space craig i want to i i want to perish in outer space because what happened to them in the submarine is like you don't like dude the thing like imploded you know what i mean yeah but it was pressure cabin though yeah dude the pressure cabin just goes and Boom goes the dynamite. No. Like it goes, yeah, pop. it doesn't go pop. It goes pop. No, it it implodes. Pushes, yeah, 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 implodes. Yeah, implodes. Yeah, explode. Look to make this analysis fair. Each Shut up, both deaths will be instant, but you're like shit's gonna go bad. I'm probably gonna die. I'm still going. If I had to pick, I'd still go to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, Hell no. Open water terrifies me. I feel like we've talked about this. Like if we're on like a boat. And we're out in the middle. I'm I'm not jumping off to pee in the water or anything. Like it terrifies me. No, but no. And then you had to be down, and there's all sorts of shit that you don't know what's down there, man. Like these things are. I mean, these animals are blind. They are so freaky looking. No, man. I don't. I don't. Open water terrifies me. And then obviously you've got a little conspiracy in there, which it's not a conspiracy. We knew about it, and like. It's just they for three days they used it to sell news. Like they used it to sell news for three days. Whatever. Nick, are we I didn't even say cover it up. I didn't say cover anything up. No. Look, there's two things I could two directions I could go in. One is it dominated the news cycle so people weren't talking about everything else that was fucked up that was going on. I didn't take that approach. Two, I said you instead like you just you, said it so like you just took that approach you because you well that's the truth but it's not what i opened up on here here i'm saying that they used it to sell news because everyone was on the seat like you know the edge of their seat 
saying like, is there a chance that they're going to make it? When in reality, we knew that they were gone. My, well, my problem is, and I know your number one point is different than mine is there's that whole thing with that migrant boat that went down that killed, you know, 150 plus people versus seven. Well, they, they don't know. Well, how does, how does that have anything to do with the submarine? Because it's, it's the habit at the same time. No one knew that bunch of all these people died and they covered five billionaires dying. Okay. So okay. Just, yeah. Because it was America, because it was American news. Like we don't like, the problem with this is that it is such old news to talk about this fucking sub that it doesn't matter. It well, doesn't except matter. for the one crazy thing that the one guy was married to a descendant of people who died on the Titanic. That was weird. Yeah, that was crazy. But no, I'm talk about the reason the super volcano that is going to explode and <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you getting mad at me because you want to talk you know, conspiracy? Go, man. You and Nick just run, run, you know, wild. Oh, I like the show. I wasn't mad. I just, I didn't realize my hands were even doing that until I looked at the screen. Um, No, no, no. I don't, I think, I think bouncing around is great. Yeah, the submarine was crazy. Nick, the only thing that I would say, and then yes, move to the Austin is the, the, the migrant thing is global news and American news doesn't cover global news. I think that they should, but I don't think. They're apples to apples. Um, but Austin, go with the super volcano. Well, I just wanted that because I swear that by the time that this episode airs, like this thing is going to have blown. Is it like we were that, right there? That close? I know. And we were right there. And so if you're thinking of, so I'm thinking of, you know, the wildfires happening in Canada and how it moved down to, you know, New York. And you're like, holy shit, you know, no, we got so far. Virginia. Is the this smoke. volcano going to like, over like yeah they the they, northern fucking hemisphere and, like, they said it could be a global winter if it was a real like that big of an explosion that's unlikely but they say an explosion an eruption is likely it's just the severity of it being like a global winter like when that what was the big one in like Indonesia like Mount Fuji or like Fuji or what's it called yeah no there was a there was the most recent eruption where people died was two years ago. Um, and people were jumping off like the cliff and boaters were like running, like boats basically went over there to try to help the people that were jumping off like the Island. Uh, there was a lot of criminal charges for that too, because there was tour boats that like dropped, like ferries dropped people off to tour the Island and then just left. Um, but Austin and I were going to laugh, but what that is. So ridiculous. That is so messed up. So ridiculous. It's almost like, uh, but it's almost like they were, you know, trying to fit out, you know, the population. Like, all right, let's just do it. Bring them over here. Bring them over here. Bring them over here. <laughs> yeah, it was in New Zealand. Like, 22. It's like a fire festival to like the 10th degree. You're like, yeah, let's just, you know, boat them all here and give them like a ham and cheese fucking sandwich and, uh, and, uh, let's leave them and figure out how to go out of here. You don't expect to die by volcanic eruption uh, in the 21st century. That would tell you. And like, yes, the, we're in the 21st. The 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 dummy in me was about to ask, like, is there any way to prevent a volcano from erupting? Like, I've always wondered that. I'm sure they're trying. I'm wondering if there's a way to like holes in it. Yeah, pump the magma yeah. out. Yeah, dude, what if you know you throw in like a ice cubes? You know, and you just like you know cool that bitch down. You just, it's also crazy that. That the lava flow is actually slow 
but it's the gas, like the the the, the hydroplastic flowers or whatever. So we just were over there, obviously. We were just over there, obviously, and driving by Pompeii was nuts because back in the... Craig, I'm supposed to go back to Rome in like three weeks. But could you imagine Nick. back then? I mean, they probably... They probably everyone, not. everyone welcome Nick as your new co-host of Pillows and Beer. They probably thought hell was... They probably thought the devil was coming through the earth. Like when Pompeii erupted, they had no idea what a volcanic eruption was. I mean, they probably thought, I mean, that would have been terrifying. Oh, I mean, I guess they didn't even know. I mean, dude, because they like find like people that are perfectly preserved in Pompeii still like, you know, they're just like business as usual. And then bam. Yeah. 79 AD. Why are you going back to Rome? Yeah. Because my family couldn't couldn't come to Italy. So Wendy, my mother, was like, all right, well, when do you guys want to do it? Like, because we postponed it and they were like, do you want to do it in July? Do you want to do it in September? Do you want to maybe push it to November? And me and my sister were like, the further that you push it, like, we might just, you know, never end up doing this trip. And so she pulled the trigger on July and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm going back so soon. And like, I almost have this, you know, guilty feeling, this feeling of like, I just did it. I was there for so long. I was beginning to guilt myself at the end of my trip because I was there for so long. I was like, do you deserve to be in Italy for this long? And now I'm going to go back and I'm like, you know, who do you think you are? Some, some, you know, billionaire who, who, you know, can take the sub to the bottom of the ocean. But yeah, I'm uh, going back with my fam and instead of doing Italy. So we're flying into Rome because my dad has never been to Rome and they're excited so rome i'm coming back for you and uh i'm going to the south of france this time so we're going to like you know nice and provence and san saint tropez and uh well then you should probably fly into nice um but did you see that four people have locked yeah have you seen that four people have locked themselves in a mars simulator for over a year who schwartz yeah, I haven't seen that show yet. I haven't either. And it looks so unbelievably fucking stupid that I can't bring myself to watch it. Um, but I mean, I bet it's entertaining, but it, I, I'm just like, I... so I'm watching this. So NASA put it up today and all of the astronauts are like, we feel incredibly lucky and blessed to be part of this crew and their mission. They're all wearing masks and walking into this if you're scared of COVID, well, I don't think it's a mask. I don't they don't want to bring in anything from the outside. Is what they're trying. Like it's not just COVID; it's everything. I'm sure well, they've been isolated sense, for like but weeks. They're not in like hypothermic. Yeah. Well, they're. You couldn't pay me to lock myself anywhere for a year. Are they gonna have That's my stance. On. Are they gonna end up making a reality TV show out of it to fund the mission? No, that's what Swartz is on right now. <laughs> oh, that's Schwartz right. The uh, mark, like the uh, survivors on right. Mars. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Craig, I think that we owe it to ourselves to watch an episode of this so that so we can talk about it at some point. I will. This is a 3D printed 1,700 square foot habitat. Guys, this is smaller than my house. And and so these people have been living there for what, for two years? No, they're about to start. Half the size of my... No, they're, they just went in. It sounds like yeah. Biodome. I think Biodome with Pauly Shore. 
and they go into this, you know, ecosystem and just live. What do you think the odds are that they all four make it a year? I think, are they actual like astronauts or is it like four, like you could just sign up for this and you get picked? They are healthy, motivated U.S. citizens that want to help, help make space travel safer. The habitat will simulate the challenges of a mission on Mars, including resource limitations, equipment failure, communication delays, and other environmental stressors. Yeah, you're right, though. But, I mean, if you're not a trained astronaut, like, is it that accurate? I guess they're saying if anybody can do it, that our astronauts can. I just can't. It's two men and two women. A biodome. That's exactly the plot for biodome. Would it surprise you that I've never seen Biodome? No, of course it wouldn't. I mean, it's a pretty short movie. movie in like years. These like they wander. So this mission, this this mission, <clears throat> exactly like what you're talking about. They are to lock themselves in this you know, fucking habitat for a year, and of course they find themselves in it, and then they're like, "What the hell?" So then it then mayhem ensues. Anyways, it's the plot line for Biodome. I was in Polly Shore's fucking heyday. All right. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it one bit. Did you see that Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, did you see what she said about me on Watch What Happens? Oh my God. I'm so happy that you brought this up, Craig. I forgot about it. I saw it last night. So for all those listening, Craig told me about a month ago, randomly, he was like, oh, I, I like kind of met J Law last night. And I was like, that's a weird thing to kind of drop. And then, and then he told me what happened. And then obviously I'm going to let Craig tell what happened. But, um, from what I understood a bad game of telephone, um, to tell you that Craig, he said that a girlfriend of his FaceTimed him and then like pushed her way through like security. I was like, Jennifer, Jennifer, it's Craig. And like, you know, thrust the phone in her face. It was like a two second long fucking interaction. And Craig, you know, waved and she, you know, just, I don't know. So tell me what happened. Yeah, so my friend, I was sitting at at Halls with our producer, Aaron, and my friend Catherine texted me and was like, hey, isn't Jennifer Lawrence like a fan of y'all's? And I was like, I think she's a fan of Vanderpump Rules. Like, I know she's a Bravo fan, but I don't know if she watches Southern Charm. And she's like, well, she's behind me in the celebrity tent at this Taylor Swift concert. And she goes, if I FaceTime you, will you answer? And I like looked at Aaron and she's like, I mean, why not? And so I went outside of Halls. Oh, shit. Catherine and Catherine FaceTimed me and I didn't realize she had her iPad at the concert. And so then the phone, like I can't see anything on my side of this FaceTime. And so I was just standing there. Right. And so when Jennifer Lawrence on Watch What Happens was like, yeah. And I see a picture. I see Craig on the screen and he's just standing there like. Hey, what's up? It's me. It's because I didn't know what was happening. So I was just staring, staring there. And my friend was like, I just got tackled by security. But Jennifer did see your face and was like, Craig. And I was like, wait, does she really know who I am? And she was like, yeah, she said your name. And I was like, that's really cool. But I don't know if I believe it or not. And then she basically recounted the story pretty accurately. She's like, this girl just got truck sticked by security. Like she got trucked by like running towards that security or the celebrity area. And she's like, and I did see Craig and he was standing there like, Hey, what's up? It's me. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it'll be a funny, it's a funny story. And 
I didn't know how much of it was true. And then Aaron saw it on Watch What Happens, and she's like, dude, Jennifer Lawrence just told the story that happened that night. So shout out to Jennifer Lawrence. Me and Austin are very big fans of yours. Um, I think really really that she would be so fun. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, the type of night that I would want to have with her. I think that she would be, like, a super fun, like, happy hour, like, spilling into early evening kind of girl. Does that make sense? That put, I, I, even, I even texted Andy at one point, and I was like, Jennifer Lawrence just seems like a fun time. Like, she just seems like a cool chick. And exactly. Like, um, I, I bet that she also does what you do, and she would be the kind of girl who's like, I don't know if I want, like, a rosé or champagne, so I'm just going to get both. And I'd be like, yes, that is my speed. Well, we hope. Good. And we were, I'm I'm flattered that you even <laughs> knew who we, who we were, but hopefully one day we all get to hang together. And happy hour, is that our goal, Austin? Happy hour with Jennifer Lawrence? I think that happy hour with Jennifer Lawrence is my goal. I mean, right. well, on that note, happen, but... we love you, J-Law. I might do a To Kill, or I always call it To Kill a Mockingbird. I might do a Hunger Games marathon after talking about this um, and watch Jennifer Lawrence's new movie. Uh, anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. A couple weeks ago, I flew up to New York and realized that we had the evening open, and I really wanted to take Paige to a Yankees game. I had never been before. I've never been to Yankee Stadium, but I didn't know where to start. And I didn't know what tickets were good, you know, whether I should sit in the club level or down by the field. I didn't know which seats had, you know, access to ordering food on your phones. I didn't know if they're actual, you know, where to find real tickets to make sure I wasn't getting scammed. So we didn't go all the way to the stadium and have fake tickets. And I didn't know what a fair price was. Um, so I found this app, Game Time, and it helped me pick the perfect seat to take page to a date to yankee stadium game time is the place for last minute ticket deals forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference snag the tickets without the stress with game time Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code Pillows and Beer for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Pillows and Beer for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Austin, I wish I knew all the terms from Hunger Games. Uh, even though I love the movies, you were just holding up the sign. Um, the three fingers here. Let's do it for Pan Am. Pan Am. <laughs> um, we've got this from last episode and then that's so funny too, Craig, because what you just, okay. So Jay law saying that about, you know, you, it's so funny. Um, I mean, she had no filter. I was like, like she had no filter. And she was a good yeah, talking about, you know, I was like things. But um, thanks for being a good see, sport. And then did you see the watch what happens live with John Hamm? And he basically was like, I only watch, you know, fucking four shows. And, you know, he was like New York, New Jersey, uh, Southern Charm and Vanderpump. I was like, oh, man, John Hamm watches Southern Charm. That's that's kind of a shocker, isn't it? I mean, it's just so funny, Craig, when like we hear about people that, you know, watch you know, this stuff because, you know, Bravo is just like, 
an accessible channel and they probably just want to see people with messier lives than you know their own yeah uh and when i was on the train with andy he had told me that he was like i had dinner with john ham last night and he kept asking about southern charm when it was coming back and i was like that's awesome that's that's awesome he's he's Paige's like number one celebrity crush she was very oh great very disappointed to see that he uh he got married two days ago or a couple days ago congratulations john ham <laughs> We're just besties with all these, you know, celebs now that we don't know whatsoever. Congratulations. Go watch me. Lost me. Ruby. Congratulations to John. Yeah. I love that they, yeah, the Andy was like, do you know Craig? And she's like, no, I saw him on FaceTime for a second. Um, they're all good sports about it though. Like, I love that they're just like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the guys are a good time. Now they're not nice about some of the people on Bravo. We just, we just don't, don't want to be on that shit list which i'm sure that i have been before but i'm just glad that he didn't i had a ruin um, like i had an epic meltdown at interviews today oh so jesus craig why because oh wait i already know why because you can tell the direction that they're going with something and it pisses you off it triggered me bad like i fucking like and like this is fine nick we can talk about the behind the scenes stuff we um so I showed up to interviews. My freaking interviews were great the other day, by the way. I I I was like, I figured out, you know, my limit and like, you know, my thing, Craig. I just need one glass of champagne and then that's it. Done. Done. Just let me go from there. Yeah. Because it like it opens me up. I sing like a fucking canary, you know? Well, that's <laughs> if I ever get for the show. If I ever get like arrested and then they're like, snitch, snitch, just give me a glass of champagne. I'll say, like, I can, oh, that's terrible. I think our producers figured that out a long time ago. They're like, someone get Austin champagne. So I went, I got, I got there and like, we rushed through hair and makeup real quick. And then the interviewer was like, Hey, just a heads up. But I want you to know, like, we want to know about this today. And I just fucking went scorched earth. And then I just left and I got my, what you left. No, I was like, I went outside in the parking lot and was yelling and Howie was like, what is going on? And I was like, you know, said all the normal shit. And, uh, and then I went and sat in my car and then I was like, all right, chill the fuck out, Craig. And then I went and sat in a chair and I said, all right, I'm ready to go. (laughs) And they were like, and she's like, you good? And I was like, well, we'll see. Let's just, and then I had a great interview. Like today, the interview was actually great, but then you have to ask yourself, was it because I fucking freaked out or was it always going to be okay? So you never know who and what triggered you. Well, I can't talk about that on here, like obviously, but one day I would be able to, but um, at the end she's like, yeah, I think I just hit a trigger. And I was like, that is a, that's an example of trigger. It was, I got, I, I freaked out about something that happened a long time ago. Uh, but that was my day uh, today. And then after, I was like, so do you leave your makeup on after interviews? Definitely. And I make sure to go out that night. And in, in fact, I make sure to go to dinner. A hundred percent. I know that you do too, Craig. And I haven't posted a story in a while. And today I posted like two, two minute long, two minute long stories. Bullshit. You posted 19 things about your fucking garden yesterday. And I was yes. laughing. 
crops with Craig. Oh my God. Is that what you're calling it? No, but I got some funny suggestions. Animal farm with Craig. Yeah. Um, I got some DMS about it. It, it made me laugh. What, what's your hobby these days? Do you not have a hobby? I just feel like I'm so fucking busy, Craig. Um, a hobby. Okay, I used to love to read, but I can't fucking read anymore, Craig, because the second that I open my book, my my head just wanders. You know, every- Austin forgot how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, name the episode. Austin forgets how to read. Um, what? The second that I try to dive into a book, like my brain just starts to think about everything else. And I'm like, holy shit. I just read that paragraph three times. I can't, I can't do this. Um, God. So, so what you're trying to say is that your new hobby is gardening. And what is my hobby? I wouldn't say it's new. I've always, my current hobby is gardening. TV shows are my hobby. I mean, I'm obsessed with the bear right now in such a way that I can't even tell you that's like when we finish this, I'm literally watching the finale episode. Like uh, I told myself that I was going to wait, wait and watch like an episode like a week, but I couldn't. And I just fired through it. Like I actually told my therapist, Craig, because you know, she asked me the first time that we met, she, she, she asked me what, uh, what things that I do to um, relieve stress. And I was like, well, there's a very obvious one, but then I turn on my TV. Shut up, Nick. But then I, I, I watch TV and dude, I get it. That's why these people like Jay Lon, John Hamm and all these, you know, celebs and shit. And that's people love Bravo so much because I watch, you know, cable TV. So I just like, love it. It's like, it goes to commercial and I'm like, okay, what's on this channel? Boom. What's on this channel? What's on this channel? So like I use TV to de-stress. Like, uh, and I don't yeah, think how hard is to say that TV is like a hobby of mine. So that sounds terrible. And I don't even have, have all that much time, but like at night it counts, but like, yeah, no, but like at night, it's so nice to finally just like plop down and turn on, you know, the tube. And then I can like shut off my brain. It helps me to shut my brain off. I think that's the whole point. Yeah. The whole point of television now is to make us all stupid. That's true. And uh I've I've seen pretty much if I've seen every movie that I never mind. I don't watch the same movies as Austin, but like have you watched Fast and the Furious yet? No. I did, I, I just don't think that I can do it because it just gets so ridiculous and like I saw this TikTok where it was like, "All right, let's do a countdown of the 10 most ridiculous scenes in Fast and the Furious." And they're like the time that Vin Diesel collapsed a parking lot by stomping his foot, uh, the time jumped across like a lane of you know traffic and caught his girlfriend and landed on another car's fucking windshield going eighty miles an hour. It's just like so ridiculous, you know. The time that The Rock had a cast on his arm and he was like, "Time to go to work," and he flexed out of his cast is the most ridiculous shit. <laughs> Ever and so I can't bring myself to watch it. And normally I like those dumbass movies, those blockbusters, because it's action and it just turns off your brain. But the same thing happened with me with John Wick Four. I actually watched it my last night in Mykonos. John Wick 
at one point, yes, dude, he kicks ass and he cannot fucking die. It's insane. But he jumps out of like a third story window, slams into like a car, does like a backflip and just like, you know, lands on the ground and, you know, he gets up and he's like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And then he walks up these stairs and you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, what did I just watch? This is not tactical shit. This is just like a superhero who can't die. Superhero without a cape. Uh, the new Machine movie uh, is way better than I thought it was going to be. He's actually a good actor, and um, I, I, I mean, I just incredible props for a guy that ended up getting a movie made about his life. I don't, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but the the, the like Bert Kreisner got a. Is it a real story? That's what I want to know. Is it a great story that he made oh, out of stand up, oh, or is it a real machine. story? The Machine. Got it. Got it. He's his friend. I mean, he's, shit, he's really committed machine. to this fucking story. But Larry the Cable Guy's not Larry the Cable Guy. Just a normal dude that his character caught on. I think. I think. Me? Are you sitting here telling me that Larry can't fix my cable box? Bullshit. I think if I was a betting man, I guess we are. I'm betting that the story happened. I'm betting the story didn't. I'm betting embellishment at he embellished a like he ran to a Russia guy and did shots with him on a train and that was the whole story. Do you like? Do you remember uh, back back in the day too when Oprah Winfrey had you know her book club? I mean, she had it. You know, she probably has it still. But one of the books was a million little pieces, and then that and then it turns out that that whole book was just like embellished and not true, and he uh, like he had to go on like an apology tour. I fucking read that book. Probably like. The last full book that like I read, and I feel like there's a there, there's a hint of like embellishing that's like the Russian mafia did not send someone to his house to grab him and extradite him back. No, 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 no. The, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the no, the, the original. Not true. No, <laughs> no. This have you not seen the original stand up? Uh, no. Oh, oh, you haven't, dude. That so I think. Like that's a staple. Like that stand up is hilarious. Now I'm embarrassed. And yeah, the fact that I've seen a stand up and you haven't. And Jimmy Tatro's in the the movie, and I think yeah, Mark Hamill's hilarious. dad. I think right. Yeah, no, it's about it's about um, the stand up story that when he studied abroad, he went to Russia and partied with the mob and ended up robbing a train. The movie. Is then someone comes back to be like, yeah. Anyway, watch it. It's pretty. Well, but watch the original stand up, and then tell me if you think that's real. That's what we're talking about. Definitely, okay. the movie's fake. We get. We all are in agreement there. Um. All right, guys. Well, we love all of you, Austin. Anything else? <laughs> um. No. Uh. Everyone. Uh, I hope you had a wonderful 4th of July. Thank you for listening to us. Um, and we hope that you enjoy this. Keep sending us questions because Craig and I need to do a Q&A format ASAP. And keep on listening for when Craig and I are going to drop our tour. I don't want to say it every single podcast, but I cannot wait because I'm super excited for it. That was like some of the most fun in my life. Um, that's saying a lot. So. I love you all besties and uh, keep on coming up and telling us that you are besties because I love it. I had some people in Europe do it. I know that Craig did too and it just makes us smile. And with that being said, you can listen to Pillows and Beer 
uh, everywhere that you get your podcasts, uh, Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, um, follow us at pillows and beer, uh, on Instagram and, um, peace. Oh, I got one thing to add because we keep getting a lot of DMs about it. Merch is coming. Jack's working on the website. It's coming. Uh Yeah. I cannot wait to wear a shirt that says bestie on it. That's just what I want to wear. Every single podcast. It's in the process, people. So I promise you, I'm not ignoring your DMs. It's just waiting to let it so we can make it official. Quit ignoring people's DMs, Nick. All right, y'all. We love you. Till next time. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.